<clears throat> we should be live now. Okay. So uh, welcome to everyone who is seeing this. This is the, the second episode of podcasts, my new podcast where I interview the maximum experts of Facebook ads, uh, digital marketing and advertising in general. Uh, today we are here with Azar. Uh, which is the founder of one of my favorite newsletters uh, about uh, direct response marketing uh, and also performance marketing in general, which is The Performers. Uh, for, before starting, I wanted to uh, tell everyone who uh, is following me on Instagram that I've released a new ebook about ChatGPT and how to use it for Facebook ads. But now we can start and I would ask Azar to introduce yourself uh, to let them know <laughs> let people know what what are you doing what are your your projects uh, what is the performance about and so let's go on yeah so first of all thanks for having me i am currently the founder of a paid social mastermind group called the performers which has a newsletter in it called the performers newsletter and basically every week we try to analyze uh, ads of the brands that are doing really well on their on on social and we try to understand get inspired and we share it with other people as well as Paulo said and uh, other than that i work as a paid social consultant for multiple companies multiple direct to consumer companies um and yeah um i've been in the market for like 10 years doing b2b and now b2c for the last five years Sounds great. Sounds great. So uh, as you uh, mentioned that in your newsletter, there's like some kind of inspiration of what is working right now. I would come to the first question to you, uh, which is what are you seeing it's working right now, both from your newsletter point of view, because I, I guess you are seeing like the top, the top performers and you have an idea of what is working, but also from your personal experience as you are also a consultant, what is working for you? for your projects uh, for the brands you're working with so let's have like this kind of discussion and let's see if you are aligned and if there's something to uh, like uh, know from each other yeah so uh, I think the one thing that is working really well at the moment anybody who is into paid social is single image ads that really really pop um, I think the whole idea of an ad is to give that one idea to the customer a prospect customer actually to to resonate with them actually and so it, it can be a video it can be carousel it could be image but the images are doing really well and the reason why images are doing really well is because it just conveys the idea really well you have some good copywriting and it works mm -hmm. and it's cheapest it's easiest to make uh, it doesn't cost you a lot of money and it just works and so that's like a single image ad that really pop works I even I'm happy to share in the show notes like uh, my inspiration board where I shared all these examples as well that you can actually see That's what right. single image ads actually mean. Uh, you can also put it in your uh, video as well. I know you do live videos; it's not recorded, so like, but at least you can yeah, see it. <laughs> definitely, the, definitely. That's like one thing as Facebook ads is working really well. The other thing is like. I've been really seeing is that a lot of brands are using UGC videos and UGC is a new trend, right? But I think the videos that work really well is authentic customer stories. If a customer has a proper transformation, mm -hmm. um, those videos do work really well. It's, it means that 
Um, the customer has gone through the product, they've tried it, and they've seen the difference, they show the transformation, and that is just like, transformation is like everybody's going after, and um, if you can show that through your customer journey, that works really well with slight hook. And I think you can engineer the hook, but the story can still be the same, right? And so it's just yeah. the visual hook. The third thing that I can tell you that is working really well at the moment is longer videos. So most brands okay. are like 30 seconds videos, 45 second videos to grab attention. But I think what works really well in the video is uh, longer videos, teaching, educating people. So I've just recently ran like a couple of educational ads, like three secrets I can share about baby development. And then you share those three secrets and it's usually longer than one minute. And so the longer the videos people watch, the longer they become fan of you, and the longer they stay in with you, and then they try to see the product and they convert. So these are like three different uh, different styles and formats of the ad that are working really well that you should definitely test. Sounds great, sounds great. So to sum up, you said that the static images are working very well also because from an operational point of view, because it's cheaper, it's faster, it's more, scale, more scalable than like making two videos. It's way, way longer, a longer process than making two photos, two static images. Another yeah. reason why uh, it is working, uh, as you said, is because it must resonate with the audience. So uh, you must make like a copy which talks to the audience, talks to like familiar uh, situations, uh, knowing that you know their pain, you know what they are uh, facing right now and how your product can, uh, can solve that. And also I would add, which is something that Barry said, I don't know if you are following Barry Hot on, on Twitter. And Barry says that static images may work very well right now because actually the content we are seeing mostly on social media are videos. So a static image is the best way maybe maybe right now in, 20, in 2023 to like uh, stand out and see and have like an impact uh, on your customers. The second one, which you mentioned are like the, the UGC, but more like true because we are seeing that UGC are actually user generated content, which should be content generated by users but like users became influencers that, that you in the UGC term became like influencers or people who are specialized in making that for the, uh, like for the brand, which is something that can maybe stop people uh, thinking that that's authentic. Uh, they don't know what is the actual transformation because maybe even the creators don't know what the product actually does. If, if I if you if I understood well and the third one that you mentioned is like the the VSL so like the video sales letters which are like longer videos not 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 only for sales but even for an educational point of view because as you said the most the more they watch the more they will be like likely to purchase your product, they will like have a familiarity with your product, which is something we shouldn't take for granted. Yeah. And also because, and also because maybe, I don't know, I don't remember if it was like in the performers, I saw these kind of examples, which like uh, there were videos like for 30 minutes videos uh, on Facebook ads. Uh, and also there was like a great, great copywriting 
So the copy here is crucial, is even more crucial because it must be uh, taught for a direct response marketing point of view as the video as a totally different scope, which is not something bad, of course, but you should go straight forward to the point, maybe in the copy, if the video doesn't do that, which is something that can work for, from what I've seen and from what I remember uh, from the performers. Yeah, yeah, that was a very unique case I actually turned, came into and mm -hmm. I, I, I'm happy to try. I'm going to give you some feedback at some point, but the thing is the product itself is called Mindwell. It's like crazy. It's about mind. They actually hit your self-actualization. I mean, you know the Maslow's hierarchy? They hit your self-actualization. You know, you will get elevated to become somebody even better than yourself. Yeah. And he, in the whole video, they're just teaching you the method. They're teaching you how it works. They're teaching you the story, how it how can it help you to become a transformative person and how can you take control of your mind and become a powerful person obviously people want to try it and it's like not a cheap product like 400 dollar product for the entire month of yeah so it's like you want to spend time to actually get it and to really understand it and think about this way i think this is something barry also said a couple of days ago as well he said mm -hmm. like instead of creating ads create good content people are on social for yeah. watching good content and if you create a content that's such a hooky story the video itself the ad it says um that the, the the founder said it like it's he's the he's a guy with a broken brain and like okay tell me more like what does it mean by broken brain right and so it just kind of makes sense to actually know about this person's story you get personally hooked in the hero's journey right he was like yeah. not able to not able to read and learn properly he taught himself different things and he figured out a method that can help him that eventually help and he had it. so you get emotionally involved and then eventually like such kind of ads actually work really well when you have like a story clear and and the founder itself in the letter is saying that you know if you find this helpful tell us tell us your story other people want to know other one of people get inspired from you it's like he's creating a paid group already inside the ad that say if this happens let us know that that's like I mean, uh, that's why I love Mind Valley as as their ads because they teach really good stuff in the ad already. That already this person convinced when they watched the entire video. I tried the video. I did not watch forty minutes. I started first five minutes. Mm -hmm. like, I was hooked. I could not unhook myself wow. because I was <laughs> I was writing the newsletter and I'm like, should I waste my forty minutes? Is I write my newsletter? It it worked on you also. Yeah. That sounds great. So, uh, from from what you said, so um, you are seeing like successful brands who are using this kind of content, and that's okay. Uh, but also, the hardest part for for our work maybe is to know what is working, like what is replicable and what is not. So, what is like the way you come up with new inspirations, uh, new ideas uh, for your creatives? Uh, how do you understand? which of the like the elements you see in working on big brands or like brands crushing um, Facebook ads, how do you understand what is like um, applicable for your brand, uh, for the brands you're working with and what is not? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So most paid marketers, what I see they do is they, they look at what other influencers are telling which ads are working and then they try to replicate mm -hmm. it. I was that guy too. I still yeah. do that sometimes, um, but the way actually to to really figure out which ads run is 
first, if you already get an ad account that has tried a lot of things and you know what worked, what didn't work, you already can start from there. Then you can look at mm -hmm. the social, you can see organic social, what videos were work, what in, in images work. So you can actually see like what the organic social of the client work. But the most important thing that most people, most marketers, most agencies are not willing to do is they ask you a ton of questions and you have to fill all those questions out, but they don't want to figure it out for you. They, they will get all the content from you and they'll try to create ads from there. And so mm -hmm. uh, what I do is actually I talk to customers. I watch user recording. I watch videos. I, I, mm -hmm. I mine reviews. And I think that's where I get most of the ideas from because I actually see somebody speaking on the other side of the screen why they really love this product. I say, okay, can we have more of these kind of customers? So most of my ideas come from the customers and reviews and, and interviews and uh, yeah, and then at some point what I do is like, so the way I now create ideas, like I just look at my newsletter, I see what like the format that great brand I just talked yeah. about. And I see, okay, can we use that format for my customer through the user research interviews and like we can create that. So now like I'm working with a baby uh, product, uh, which is like kind of a mobile app for kids activities development. And I just met a UGC creator who is actually a customer. And so okay. she, 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 she used the product for, for her child and he, she's now four years old and it's, the product is for zero to 12 months. So she said like my child was pre-born and I actually used the product to actually help him so get socially, physically, cognitively yeah. grow. And so actually I've used the product so I can actually show the authentic customer story through this UGC video girl and I'll actually make it work. So the idea came from Noom that I just recently uh, evaluated, like, hey, authentic customer store testimonial. And I have a UGC creator who is actually a customer. Yeah. Perfect blend. And I think that's where my most of the ideas come from. It's like, okay, can I have more customers telling us what to do? Um, I think most of the time, if you keep doing interviews, so I, this is what I made a process. So I'm actually meeting our customers once a week. And... Um, mm -hmm one new customer every week just like keep refreshing my ideas okay what does what the customer says like asking them from different questions different angles to kind of find what would work that's great and how do you like come up with new questions to ask the customers uh, do you do like post surveys or um, post purchase surveys uh, or like uh, any kind of uh, not, you you start and you continue diving deeper into the reviews, maybe in the comments. Uh, how do you come up with, like, how do you stay updated about your customers' um, situation? Yeah, so uh, basically asking what kind of questions I ask and, like, how, how do I, I have a bank of questions that I usually ask. Sometimes I say, okay, tell me why other people are missing out if they don't try your product. It's like a, not a normal question. Usually say, why would you recommend it? I say, why would they are missing out? It's like even a bigger reason. So I double down on the emotional aspect and find out that's one. So I'm like, there's another way. What changed your mind about this product category? Okay, you know, this is a meta level question. Right? Okay, what changed your mind? Like, for example, you tried, a, a, I don't know, like a ba another baby app that did not work for you and this baby app, what, what changed yeah. your mind about it, right? So I think it's all about understanding the needs, the triggers, the ins insights from customers and asking them unique questions that get them to the next stage. And I think uh, most people are not able to ask those questions uniquely. Create a bank of questions that you find somewhere on the internet and like keep asking them. And don't just do user research interviews, like try to like 
ask them funny questions, ask them a way to deeply understand them. Like, okay, you know, and one way is to understand their story, like just asking them more wise. And that's where you also get more ideas as well. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, from my point of view, I also noticed that comments, the comment section of your ads are very like a gold mine for marketers to come up with new ideas. For example, I was promoting a, like a, I was doing Facebook ads for an air gel brand here in Italy. And I saw a comment of a guy who made a, like a shoot at a photo of the new, of the unboxing, like of the, of the new air gel. And the people asked him, oh, how is this product? I, I'm seeing this ad and I saw you purchasing it. How is that? In the comments and they said like, ah, oh, yeah, that, that's great. Uh, it doesn't stick. Uh, it's, uh, it's like more versatile. It, it's a hundred percent worth it. So I, I came up with actually an idea, which was, first of all, a feedback. So if I wanted to create like an ad, which was a feedback, uh, I could like copy paste this comment uh, into that and turn it into a creative, which is for testimonials. The second one is like the UGC, as you said, that can be two very connected things, which is actually a shooting photo of a product which has arrived and should be the phone, also low quality phone, uh, which is actually something that can work because it feels authentic and authenticity is what people are looking for in social media. Most of all in 2023, where we are like surrounded by perfect shots, perfect videos, uh, and we don't want that thing to happen again. We, we are like, uh, we can like interrupt the pattern of a perfect video, perfect photo, perfect video, ugly ad. Ugly ad, which is something with, which you for sure know about if you follow Barry also, uh, doesn't mean that the ad must be ugly itself. It, it means that it should be the most authentic, authentic possible. And like it, it is what is working right now. Uh, from my experience. And you can get all these information, as you said, from post-purchase surveys, from comments, uh, from like also the questions that made, uh, that people make in your like chatbot, uh, in your messenger, direct messages and so on. There's a lot to dive in. Also from the reviews we know from competitors, uh, one-star reviews to understand if you have some strengths that you can leverage on to differentiate from your competitors or like five-star reviews to understand what people are searching for and what people are satisfi satisfied for also from the products of your competitors. And if you have like that features, you can also use those for like for your ads because this is what people are searching for and the ads must be thought, as you said uh, at the beginning, must resonate with your audience. The ads must resonate with your audience. So if you are able to take those informations to turn them into an ad for your product. That's like how you come up with new ideas. And I think we are aligned from this point of view. I don't know if you had something to add from, from this. Yeah. So the only thing is like, I think you, you guys are very nice Italian customers. Um, I don't know. My, 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 my Facebook ad is just shitting, shitting our ads. Like stop this, stop stealing. This is a scam. Um, the product is <laughs> so like for me like most of the comments are negative I don't know what you get out of it like with my comments there was one comment that was interesting it was like oh wait so I said there, there's a 
there's you know there's sudden death syndrome and i said okay sudden death syndrome could be happening also because of baby's head control and somebody mm-hmm. said oh, this okay. is not true this is not true and um, so that was interesting but in general we get like all the bitchy customers bitchy prospects who are not clicking on the ad not clicking on the landing page just commenting just okay. because interrupted their pattern so you have nice italian user <laughs> i can tell you Yeah yeah maybe that's also because you are like advertising a digital product which is something that could scare also Italian people so the no no surprise about digital products being so as scams uh, as uh, loss of time uh, and and something like that so yeah. uh, from that yeah yeah sorry sorry no no probably you're right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and that, here comes like my third question about uh, like you, you have all the creatives, you maybe also know which kind of creatives are working. Like you want to test UGCs, you want to test testimonials, you want to test uh, static images with a big claim, bit, uh, with a big copy. Uh, but how do you actually come up with the the perfect structure for you what is working right now for you from a structure point of view so like you have a testing campaign a scale campaign uh, or you have like how do you structure your ads how do you decide which ad set to put how many ads uh, if you differentiate videos and photos there's a lot of confusion on that uh, i also have like i i think i found my perfect balance but it's always interesting to know how marketers which are like best performing how do you uh, how do marketers are moving from this point of view so basically the structure is very simple um every week i i have an experiment campaign and i have main campaign and experiment mm-hmm. campaign i'm just testing new ads and if the ads are winning i'm moving to the main campaign and the way i do is like i start whenever it's a new client i start with the winning ads the ads that are already working and with yeah. those winning ads i just recreate it and from those recreated winning ads what i do is i just like try to add more and more winning ads into the other main campaign and i yeah. keep testing it so i test like um, single image ads um, and then i test like um, UGC ads, I test like whatever already is working and then just undo, undo it. And I have like at least 25 ad ideas that I already have to run and test. I have to founder ad, I have this ad, that ad. Like so all this proven formula, as I said, like I have the huge bunch of that, those and then I test it. So and once I test it, then I know what is working and move them to the main campaign. Nothing crazy, just like first see what... So as I said, some accounts only... Some accounts have... I've seen it like per couple of times just a single image ad is working really well so you just do more of single image ads some accounts require a lot of effort so a, you have to test a lot but some of the yeah. times and this is something I can tell you is that most people don't spend enough time on message testing what i mean mm-hmm. is that um sure you know what ad maybe works without when we join the account right but what you need to know is what deeply resonates that's what you don't know you found something from the customer review you put it up and test it what you do is you try to have a one single image and have multiple headlines and test which headlines are working once you know which headlines are working then you double down on, on like making the ad better single image ad better with the headline and then you make the same message with the ugc and then you make the same message with the carousel you can make the same message with the mm. green screen 
and then you figure out which format is working and then you double down on the messaging i think that's the most important thing that most people don't get into is like what message deeply resonates and like find that one ad that can scale over like 1 million 2 million um that's more, more what most people don't do and i think that we should do that more often yeah and also what you say is like something that I, i see very very often people thinking that like the ads must be uh constantly renewed constantly refreshed which actually is not always true because you can also have one winning ad which spends millions of your budgets also like more than 50% of your total budget and that that campaign that ad can win like forever and you don't need like to have necessarily a great creative refresh but you can also find what is the winning uh like combination and then actually okay you can scale you can test different things to understand if you can even more scaling but actually if you found the winning ad let it run let it, let it uh, like spend your budget because it means that it can that 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 can and it can also work for months years maybe and what i'm asking you so uh, about your uh, about your method is like you test a static image for example be it a testimonial be it a review be it a ugc uh you start with statics and you test like the headline you mean like the the headline we see on facebook ads or you mean like you you test something in the creative adding a headline or a claim into the creative what well, what is like your method yeah that's actually an interesting question to be honest but like i don't have a specific way i think um with the headline it's a very tactical question you're asking and it works differently for different people <laughs> um but what i try to do with the headline is to try to answer the i would say um the objection in the headline um okay either i reduce the friction or increase the motivation reducing the friction is like by adding an objection like in the headline like oh it's like money back guarantee 30 day free refund cancel okay no 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 uh, no credit card required and uh, sometimes i'm just using the reviews i think i've a lot of brands re- use reviews like you know they have five star in there to like interest yeah. and all that so i'm not a like i've not tested this enough to tell you like okay, this one works but like usually headlines should still focus on the same idea what your ad is all about so if i have nothing then i use this objection and uh, reduce friction and increase uh, increase motivation or i just use a headline that actually talks about the ad and the way to work with the headline is also is like um the way charlie does it really good 3222 with the dynamic ads formula yeah um, i have not done that I've te- what i do is i once i figure out like which ad is working i just rework that ad and add multiple headlines and test which headline is winning and just use that and i don't try to reinvent the wheel i just keep using the same headline sounds great sounds great we have a like a similar way of doing because i start also with static images i use like a big claim uh in the ad and once i find like i found for that brand i was talking to you about before i found like the winning claim when i started using it also in the copy of different ads like i saw that big impact which is something that comes down to what you said 
what is resonating to your audience. And it doesn't mean if it's in the headline, in the image, image, in the video, in the copy. It actually is the way of, uh, like, the way you resonate with your audience, the way you talk to your audience, which makes a difference. But regardless if it's on, if it's on, like, the creative, or the headline, or the copy, people want to hear that. If they read that, they may be more likely to like purchase your your product and so on. And for coming back like to your structure, uh, which is uh, uh, like testing and uh, the, the experiment campaign and the scaling campaign, how do you? Uh, two questions: How do you understand when it's time to move from the experiment to the scaling? Because people oh, yeah, might think that's a good question. As soon as I see like more than 10, 20 conversions happening, I just move them to the main camp and I see the CAC is down. I don't wait for mm -hmm. 50 conversions. I just like, okay, this is working. I wait for one week maximum. Um, okay. Usually I've actually done the So internally in, in performers, we pick one topic per month and we discuss this in detail. So we did okay. this thing. So one thing that inside that I found from the performance mastermind group was like, people usually do like 15, 20 conversions. And they move that to the main campaign. They still keep running the ads and they turn it off after two, three weeks. Uh, okay. And if the ad is not performing, they also turn it off after two, three weeks. What I do is I just okay. turn it off after, after a week. And I don't know if that ad is not working. I'm not giving more budget to it. And I'm just, okay, move on. Okay. Sounds great. So also, if, uh, uh, if you are having good results, you like you duplicate it uh, and let it run also on the I don't duplicate. I don't duplicate. Yeah. Yes, I did. Of course. Post ID. Post ID. Okay. And also, you do you keep them running at the same time or just you like turn it off? I keep running at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I keep running. Oh, them. okay. That's interesting. And then it waves until it turns one off. Once I know that the main campaign is getting traction again, I just turn them off. Okay. Sounds interesting. But, well, from my experience, when I like run two same post IDs, on the like on the experiment and the scaling, I saw that like results were messing up for both. So oh. I decided, okay, <laughs> yeah, really, because maybe also because I think maybe Facebook doesn't know how to attribute the conversion with, with as they are the same post ID, which uh, in which ad I I attribute the conversion to this or to this. Maybe Is that's it a campaign? Is it a different campaign altogether? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, no, I never no. had this problem. Maybe my conversion point is too low. Like I usually try to do leads and not purchase. Okay, be the reason. Okay, but I did not have it. As I said, okay. like Facebook is a, like a big elephant. Everybody tries <laughs> to touch it on their own own way and figure out what is that. Yeah, yeah. And the second question which I had is, how do you decide how to like differentiate your ad sets? Do you like use? Uh, uh, emotional angles or you test concepts on each ad Concept. set uh, how do you okay Concept. that's great yeah, so, like, so the way I do is like okay I have single image ads I today just turned it on for like it's the same headlines for five images and they are two different ad set ad set one is like same headline but mom is playing with the kid in the uh, in the yoga class and the other one is the same headlines but mom is actually playing the game playing with the kid in the ballet while doing ballet same different concepts same headline that's like one the other one is like you actually try like you, you don't know what works deep so this is like you can actually think about like do you want to do problem based do you want to do exaggeration okay. based you want to do 
um, um, desire-based, outcome-based. So like, they're all different concepts as well. You can see in which concept works. Okay, sounds interesting. Okay, so you like test different concepts, which is like UGCs or like uh, the, not the, not necessarily the type of content, but maybe also the the structure of your ads, maybe problem agitated solution, uh, uh, testimonials, that, that kind of concepts. Okay, sounds great, sounds great. Okay, and from the point of view of like uh, your, your newsletter, are you also advertising your newsletter uh, or you, what, what are you seeing from a newsletter point of view if you are making ads uh, on it, uh, how, what is working right now I was curious about. Yeah, so Facebook is quite expensive for, for the newsletter. I'm currently okay. not trying to grow it really fast. Um, I have a sponsor already who's paid for like five, three months. So I can reuse that money, put it in ads. So I tested like a couple of ads on Facebook and they did not work really well. Apparently, none of the marketing newsletters are actually doing good in terms of Facebook ads. There's only one guy I know who's doing really well. Um, so what I can tell you is that... Um, I have not figured out an angle and a message that is like going to hit with my audience. I think a lot of people, especially on Facebook, I see all the time like agency ads. Oh, this is my best method using VSL to convert into an agent, like a customer. But like, I've not done that. So I, I tried meme ads, meme ads were the best ones, but I have not tried enough. And I actually with the performers, um, I think the product itself, the, the newsletter itself has a differentiation, but I think it's not like, I need to know what's the end outcome for people. What do they do with the newsletter? And once I know that, then I think I can make great ads. Right now, I'm just trying to like, I, I create performers for me. So I like, okay, I'm the, I want to get inspired. I want to sit down, force myself to learn because nobody else in the world can actually teach me more stuff about Facebook. There are not enough tactics out there. So how do I learn? I learn through writing a newsletter for myself and for my audience and uh, then figure it out from there onwards. Sounds great. Sounds great. And how do you come up with, like, how do you pick the best, uh, how do you find the best performers, uh, the best performing ads, the best performing DTC brands? Do you have, like, a list of brands to check uh, uh, constantly to find new aspirations or you, like, see what's on your feed? How do you come up, like, with picking the best performers? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So I usually pick only the brands I'm personally interested in and I've heard them a lot. They're, like, in my back of mind. But uh, what I can tell you from my perspective is that um, I pick ads. Yeah, so something that is per I'm personal. So, for example, Noom, it was something I was personally interested in last week. Mm -hmm. Because Noom is like kind of a product that is very similar to my old client that was in also an app-based. And so I wanted to like really understand Noom's ads. Um mm. And so I just try to figure out what I'm I'm interested in. Either the brand is really popular and everybody's talking about it. So for example, if I don't have any idea, I just go to Nick Sharma's client and I see, okay, what's client he's promoting? And I just actually lose. Okay. So that's the, also another way to think about it as well. And, but like, usually like there's so many B2C darlings that everybody loves. I just, it just comes up with it. So, and what I've tried to do is that right now, is like I'm not just writing the newsletter as like evaluating all the ads. Um, but what I'm also doing is like um, 
sharing the tactics as well so like they have three different like ways to share the content one is like my experience the other is the way you doing it right now like sharing other people's experience uh, in the newsletter and the third one is actually evaluating other ads so like either give them tactics to help them make more money or give them ideas to make more money okay sounds great sounds great so to sum up all the uh, everything we have been talking about so far uh like the best performing uh, the best performing uh, concepts uh, so what is working right now in facebook ads uh, is like ugc is making the, them as much authentic as possible possibly having like real users and not paid user paid uh, creators um also from statics uh, which is something we we both recommend everyone to start with uh, both from a scalable point of view and both and also from a budget point of view which is most effective uh what is actually um the come up the the process to coming up with new ideas is like uh, taking into inspirations you can also subscribe to the performers which is a newsletter i personally recommend because i always find really really great inspirations from that uh, as, as as we had the chance to talk uh, is like finding the best performance for real <laughs> um the the best ads uh, that is in the dtc world right now and you can try like different concepts uh, if you, if those concepts you think that is applicable to your e-commerce to your DTC brand to your like lead generation campaign then test it and try to understand from the existing ads what is actually working what is the element that is resonating with your audience and try to duplicate it try to like uh, apply that same principle to many other ads maybe also different concepts which is coming from static ads to UGCs and also understanding which are like the elements that are scalable for your account so for you, for your business from a structure instead point of view we talked about uh, we talked about like having an experiment campaign and a scaling campaign uh, question do you run retargeting are you having success with that or you stopped like so my products a couple of products are like really high average contract value which is like $2500 so i was not believing in retargeting but somehow the retargeting is like doing its job by sending people like keeping on top of their mind and since the product like sure d2c brand only to run retargeting you have like advantage plus ads you can run that in general and keep doing that but for me it's like my average contract value is too high so i need to keep in mind and keep having more touch points so that kind of is working mm-hmm. so like but i don't do it for all brands i only do it for brands where like the average contract value is too high yeah Yeah definitely I I totally agree with some brands like it's still worth it maybe if you have also specific messages a specific funnel that you are sure that is working for like for some brands instead maybe the high ticket high ticket ones uh, or products which are a little bit more expensive is better to have like as you said multiple ch- uh, touch points uh, Uh, be it with different paid media channels or be it with like testing horizontally your ads on Facebook ads. Uh, but actually, it's something that you 
as always, you need to test, you need to see if it is working for you and for your brand, and if it is not. So um, that's uh, what we actually recommend. So to uh, come back to what we were saying about the structure, you have like an experiment campaign and a scaling campaign. In the experiment campaign, once you find in the first week like of life of the of a specific ad run, which is run into a specific ad set uh, taught for concepts, um, you like use the post ID to uh, like move it to the scaling campaign, keeping them run at the same time until one of the two, I suppose, uh, star stops performing as it was doing before. Yeah. So, which is this is really really insightful. I really thank you for your time, and I invite you to like uh, advertise yourself right now, talking about what you do. <laughs> bring us to uh, to make an action and I, if you have any link that I can include in like the description of this post which yeah, will so be I think you can blog.theperformers.io where I shared newsletter and uh, if you are a media buyer watching this video and you think that uh, I know a little bit about paid marketing I absolutely had no idea until I really 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 started this community I've leveled up since then i would highly recommend to check out the performers.io the paid mastermind group it's not a lot of money just 29 euros per month but like imagine like you have a question in your mind and where do you go ask there are like 50 plus of us are in the group or are trying to help you out so check out the performers sounds great sounds great so uh azar as always i thank you very much for your time um also thanks to everyone who will uh, listen to this podcast uh, which is the second episode of podcasts in which i interview the top performers of uh, direct response marketing uh, in 2023 and and onwards uh, so thank you very much azar uh, see you i will talk to you later on twitter and let's stay in touch thanks for having me buddy thank you too bye, bye.